I'm Jamie O'Kane, CPA, small business advanced tax planning and compliance extraordinaire. And this is the Abundant Beans Podcast, the podcast that takes my love for learning what makes people tick while digging into the good, bad, and ugly of small business ownership. We strive to give you the insight that only those in the trenches of being and working with entrepreneurs can provide. Position to offer some mm-hmm. some wisdom, i.e., lessons learned from other people's lives. Yeah, about um, about the people's of, learning process I'm on to their think own. Think of some of the more pervasive ones. Like every business owner is so different. Sure. Um, or an interesting one too, right? Even if it's not necessarily pervasive. Um, an interesting one. Um, so I do would have. So I can talk about like a price increase. So okay. I had um I had a client who um does services. And he took on this business um, and kept the pricing structure um, because he was very, very afraid to raise prices. Um, He lives in a very high cost of living or the business is in a very high cost of living area. um, And the prices were not commiserate with that. Um, And he had people driving two or three hours to come to him for this service. Um, And they were booked like fully booked i think he worked like 6 a.m to 7 p.m every day like his hours were out of control yeah especially for this service it's a hands-on person-by-person service um so i convinced him to do a significant price raise um one not as much as i wanted him to do but he did most of it (laughs) baby steps baby steps um and um i said even if you lost 20 percent and i wrote i sat down with him and i said even if you lost 20 percent of your clients um, at this new price, you'd be making more money. Sure. In less time, right? And he was just like, okay. So he did it. And he calls me two weeks later. He's like, I've been home for dinner every single day this week. Um, I was like, did you lose any clients? And he's like, one. One person mentioned it. He was like, but they're still coming. Like, wow. And I was like, you didn't raise it high enough. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, that's First thought, congratulations. Second, second thought. thought. Next, <laughs> do it again. Let's do it again. Six months or whatever, right? Yep. Uh, you know, today my biggest pet peeve are, uh, I would say, people. So, you know, there's that phrase, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Right? I think there's a difference between faking it till you make it and misrepresenting yourself <laughs> until you make it. Um, so I like I, that. I would say misrepresentation until you make it is not the way to go. Uh, faking until you make it mm-hmm. probably the way to go. Yeah, so. I think <laughs> those are totally different things. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, I literally, I mean, no names or whatever, but I uh, had an appointment this morning mm-hmm. and, you know, it's we're, we're doing this podcast to help mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and small mm-hmm. business owners and people yeah. get their stuff up and running. This and is what I, we love to do. Well, love to do it and ran into a new real estate broker kind of mm-hmm. two days into the industry. like. Mm-hmm. Very excited to kind of go. Love a little baby real estate broker. And it's so exciting. You know, like the energy is just incredible uh-huh. and just totally clueless. <laughs> and, you know, not that I'm the mm-hmm. be all end all of mm-hmm. Denver real estate, but I've been doing this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she just misrepresented herself in such a bad way. Yeah. It was just like, wow, you're you're gonna need some help. Daily pet peeve. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. <laughs> you know, and and as we go into like for our firm, as we go into a new niche, right. you know, like we, people ask us all, all the time, how many veterinary practices do you have? I'm like, full disclosure, I have three. Yeah. And it's great. And I'm loving it. And I'm happy I picked this niche. But I'm not going to pretend like I know more than I do. But I'm going to figure it out. And what's wrong with being the first? 
Right. Everybody starts somewhere. Start somewhere. Oh, by the way, here are my references. Like, <laughs> But I've been working with businesses for the last uh, 18, <laughs> almost two decades. You know what you're doing. I do. Yeah. So then I, so I've done it so many wrong ways, right? Mm -hmm. So I've built it up because I had seats and I got to put butts in them because mm -hmm. it looks good. Mm -hmm. And then they don't, and I'm like, wait a minute. So what actually finally worked is I focused on the fact that we have a very unique culture mm -hmm. in the branch and at the company mm -hmm. and that you can train people how to sell stuff. You mm -hmm. can't change people's personality and you can't change their own culture they're coming in mm -hmm. with. And so when I focused more on, all right, are we going to be a good fit? Do mm -hmm. I want to come to the office and see you every day? Yeah, do I like you? Yeah, yeah. as the basis. Mm -hmm. um, then it's like, all right, now it's easier for me. And it's probably all selfish. I'm very selfish. No, it's not. It's more like... Can I, I'm that much more invested into your success if I like you. Right. Right? Yeah. So um, that doesn't really answer your question, but there's so many people that are out there like moving around. It's a very transient business. Mm -hmm. And so I realized if, if I'm recruiting somebody and they're like, yeah, it sounds great. Let me come on board. If it's too easy, you're probably not the right fit. Like oh, make me try. That's interesting. Which surprises me because my wife said yes right away when I asked her. <laughs> so maybe... Maybe, no, she's high rage. She's <laughs> so when you know those, both those places, mm -hmm. those places both really help identify your place of purpose um, and what matters most to you. So then at that point, we just kind of start creating processes around doing more of what matters most to you and really pinching off and doing less of that limiting belief. <laughs> Which, water. by the way, audience, I'm not sure if you know this, but my limiting belief is that I'm not worth being seen or heard. So I'm just telling you right now <laughs> that I'm here because I trust this girl <laughs> because I'm pushing past that limiting belief uh -huh. that I'm actually able to be seen and heard. And yes. in that, I get to be part of family and community. So actually, that actually feeds into my final question, yes. which is, what is the one marketing thing that every business owner should be doing, in your opinion? All right, the one marketing thing. Uh, so here's where I try to advise uh, people when they're looking at how do I decide how am I going to do my marketing? Where do I spend my money and on time. my marketing? How do I make these decisions in time, right? And so what I... Uh, think you should start with is uh, the things that you own versus the things that you rent. Right. So those are two two different marketing assets. Mm -hmm. So the things that you rent are things like Facebook Instagram. and Instagram and all these social sites, right? Because, yeah, should we be doing that? Sure. But that's rented space. Understand that you're using that under a terms of use. They could just wipe it out. Anytime. That could be destroyed at any moment. Mm -hmm. So the things that you actually own that belong to you are your website. Mm -hmm. You own that. So invest in that. Make that what it needs to be. The second thing you own is your email list. Right. You own that. That database is yours. So if you're not, if you don't have something in place for building that and nurturing that and using that, mm -hmm. uh, that that's where you can start. So start with what you own, website, um, email list, and really the third thing that you own is your brand. Mm -hmm. 
who you are, what's the value that you bring to your customers and clients. Mm -hmm. So what can you do to build your value, to increase your value uh, in the services that, that you provide to your clients? To be more unique. Yeah. How do you stand out mm -hmm. from the competition uh, and do that? So that's where you should start. Start with what you own. So website. Dial that stuff in. It's really basic. Yep. At this point. And then and then and then go, okay, now that I've got the assets that are most important, how can I add on mm -hmm. that helps me build these? Right. And improve these. Awesome. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks for being here. Awesome. High five. <laughs> Woohoo. Hey y'all, thanks for listening. If you found this podcast to be inspiring, helpful, and entertaining, please like and subscribe. This helps us grow the community and reach more people. If you are interested in learning more about this episode's guest or accessing any of the books or other resources mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out the description box below. Until next time, be abundant. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you prefer to listen. If you learned something and found some useful information to apply to your business today, please consider giving us a thumbs up and a review. Until next week, be abundant.